Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth, Small Words, Sports Talk. The NFL season is days away. Right, Gypsy? Days away. I talked about the Bengals in the last podcast. Give you five reasons that they can make the playoffs. In light of the fact that the NFL season is returning very, very shortly in a couple days, I thought it would be cool to go over every NFL team just a little bit, tell you what I think, maybe what's their record, why. I'm going to start with the AFC, and then I'm thinking on Thursday when football is about to come back, I will hit the NFC, seeing as how we've got the Eagles versus the Falcons. And then I'll let you know what I think the playoff picture is going to be and all that for the season. And, uh... Yeah. So, by the way, these are not predictions. These are spoilers. This is what's going to happen. (laughs) I'm very confident. So, we'll start off with the uh, good old AFC East. Started off with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, suck. Okay? The New York Jets. Uh, I'm going to say with the Jets, them and the rest of the AFC East have to go through the AFC South and the NFC North this year, which is no easy task at all. Uh, The fact that the Jets have no wide receivers, no defense, subpar coaching, I'd say they are pretty screwed this year, as per usual. The Jets are going to go 5-11 because they have Sam Darnold. He was the steal of the draft. I like this quarterback. I think he's fantastic. Um, I think he's going to help the Jets' future. I just don't think he's ready to help them now. So he'll get them five wins. They'll go 5-11. It's a normal crap year for the Jets, but good for them for getting Darnold. Next team we got here is the Miami Dolphins. Quarterback, see, here's the thing. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill has missed the past 20 games for the Dolphins. And if he misses another, as I assume he will, either Brock Osweiler or David, we'll just call him David Fails for now, is going to start in his place. That's the main reason for me giving Miami its worst record since 2007. Like Tannehill has said he'll wear a brace on his knee that he injured twice before having surgery that kept him out of the whole 2017 season. This team is too dependent on the guy. I just can't get it going for them. I just don't think the Dolphins have crap. Like, they don't have shit in them. The Dolphins added a couple of nice pieces with Josh Sitton, but it's like they got Danny Amendola. They've got Minka Fitzpatrick at safety, who I wanted the Bengals to draft, but... I don't know, man. They lost Jarvis Landry. They lost Ndamukong Sue, Mike Pouncey. I think that outweighs the positives. I, I don't see the Dolphins doing anything. I'm, I'm putting them at 4-12 and 12 for the Finns. So, uh, as you can see, we're off to a great start with the AFC East. And it only gets worse, because now I'm to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and honestly, I feel bad for Buffalo Bills fans, man. Buffalo is so fucked this year. <laughs> Buffalo's receiving group is subpar at best, so that means defenses will keep focusing on the run. The Bills lost Eric Wood to retirement. Richie Incognito traded away Cordy Glenn to the Bengals. So good luck running the ball, boys. A stacked box means the quarterback is going to have to look to take chances down the field, and that is a problem for first-rounder Josh Allen, who I don't think is good anyway. He was the least accurate and most turnover-prone quarterback in the draft. It all spells disaster in 2018 for the Bills. All they can do is hope to re-sign Fred Jackson to play every position, and then they would have a chance. <laughs> but I don't see that happening, so 3-13 and 13 for the Bills. Pretty damn bad. Um, it's looking like for them. 
And then, obviously, we've got the New England Patriots. A lot of you know how I feel about the Pats. I'm hoping for the best. I'm expecting... Eh, I'm, I'm saying the Patriots... Now, here's the thing. The Patriots have had at least 13 wins in four of the past nine seasons. The AFC East is awful, as I just went over. So I'm thinking for the 10th straight year, the Pats are going to take it. There's plenty... I don't know, man. It's rough. They lost Malcolm Butler. They lost Danny Amendola. They lost Brandon Cooks. They lost Nate Solder, Cam Fleming, Dion Lewis, Matt Patricia. The list goes on. Any other organization would be completely screwed after losing that many top people. But New England still has Tom Brady. Still got Gronk. Still got Belichick. It's going to be plenty. They're going to keep defending. I mean, they're the... They're going 12-4. and four. They just have to. I don't see... I don't see a world yet. Like, post-Brady, we'll start going... 10 and 6, squeaking in, but as long as you've got Brady, you're going 12 and 4 for the home team. So I would say 12 and 4 for the Pats, and they're going to crush it. Now, where am I off to? Oh, my other favorite division, the AFC North. Let's start with the piece of garbage Steelers, okay? As much as it pains me to say the Steelers are probably going to win the AFC North again this year, they probably will. Antonio Brown is a top two, or maybe he is the top receiver in the league. Arguably, Le'Veon Bell is the best running back in football, in my opinion. And Ben Roethlisberger is the second best quarterback, I would say, probably in the conference at this point, unless certain quarterbacks emerge to become better. Um, they've got a new offensive coordinator, but you know the changes are going to be minor. They're just the same Steelers. They did well to pick up linebacker uh, John Bostick in free agency. They got safety Terrell Edmonds in the draft. Who knows what's going to happen with Le'Veon Bell long term. But as long as he's on the field, as long as they have, you know, Bell, Brown, and Roethlisberger, they're going 11-5. 11-5 for the bad guys. Steelers are going 11-5. They're going to win that division. Um, Baltimore Ravens. Blech. After going to the playoffs... In six of John Harbaugh's first seven years, the Ravens have missed out for the last three seasons. And any questions regarding Joe Flacco and Elite? Yeah, they've been answered, dude. He uh, blows. Don't be confused by last year's 9-7 and seven record, okay, where the Ravens were in the playoff hunt, losing to my Bengals. Baltimore went 0-5 against would-be playoff teams and 9-2 and against shit. So, I mean, the Ravens got a little better at receiver. They got John Brown, Michael Crabtree, uh, Willie Sneed. A couple good guys. But this year isn't about Flacco finding his magic again. He doesn't have magic. He blows. It's uh, they're, they're putting all their hope and eggs in the Lamar Jackson basket. I don't know when he's going to be ready to take over, but I do know it's not going to be this year. They're going 6-10. Six 6-10 and, ten. Six and ten for the Birds. I don't see how they do any better than six wins. Oh, my God. The Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is going to be hard, but I'm going to give... All right, I'm going to try to give you a completely unbiased opinion on the Bengals. It's going to be a little hard because I love them, but... All right, not talking with my heart, just talking with my brain here. Yet again, the Bengals have a solid roster with very few holes. They obviously need to figure out Fontaine's perfect spot for the first four games. But other than that, they're pretty solid at most positions. You've got to like their running game, their pass catchers... If rookie center, as I've said, Billy Price is healthy as expected, the offensive line is going to be filthy. 
But the Bengals have undersold with solid offenses for the past two seasons, no doubt. They finished in the bottom third of the league in points in 2016 and 2017. Using the same logic as I did with the Ravens, the Bengals went 1-5 against would-be playoff teams and a shit 6-4 against others. It's fair to wonder if the Bengals, with Marvin Lewis and Dalton, have reached their peak without winning a playoff game. Uh, You know, I mean... I'm just assuming the Bengals are not going to bungle, okay? Because if they bungle, it could be bad. They could go 7-9. and nine. I don't know. I don't believe they will. I've, you already know how I feel. You know what I think they're going to do this year. I'm saying 10-6 and six for my Bengals. I'm saying they get a wild card and they squeak into the playoffs. That's what I think. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. I'm thinking that it is. So 10-6 uh, and six for the good guys. The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. They've, I'll tell you one thing, they've been interesting this year. In the last three seasons, the Browns have been the worst, second worst, and third worst scoring offense in the NFL. And the team has tallied four total wins in three seasons. Enter Baker Mayfield. Everyone's fired up about him. Forget whatever Hugh Jackson said in May about Tyrod Taylor being the guy. He's not the guy, he's hurt. Mayfield's here, number one pick. The offensive line, you know, they're in place. They're, they actually have a pretty decent offensive line. The receiving group is now ready with Jarvis Landry and Josh Gordon. The young defense that last year was surprising. Like, he's, they surprised everybody being 14th in yards. But, I mean, they were 31st in points allowed. So, what are you going to do there? They added Denzel Ward, Demarius Randall. I mean, I like the Browns overall think they're going to be good in the future just i don't think it's now um i don't know what did i just say four uh wins in three years i'm gonna say they get four wins this year in one year i'm gonna say four and twelve for the browns which is not me saying that they're pure shit i mean i think that i hey i think there's gonna be teams that are gonna be worse i think the bills are gonna be worse i think the dolphins could be worse i mean yeah four and twelve for the browns don't get upset browns fans it's okay and uh, now we're going to go to the good old AFC West. Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is a little... This division has been very, very, very competitive. It's a little... Uh, what am I going to go? I'll start with the Chiefs here. The Chiefs have made it to the playoffs the past three seasons, playing in what has been very competitive, very, very competitive division in football. The steadiness of Alex Smith... Coaching of Andy Reid, stout defense. It's been the main reason that I'm thinking that they've been crushing it. Now Alex Smith has gone to Washington. It's the Pat Mahomes show. Pat Mahomes show. Sample size from last season is too small to know what you're really getting. But clearly Reid, who's only had one losing season since 2006, and, you know, he always has a top 10 scoring offense, so he has to know what he's doing. The defense has been really good for years, but they're going to look a lot different this year. I mean, the Chiefs shipped out Marcus Peters, lost Terrence Mitchell, Philip Gaines. I mean, they lost a lot of guys. I mean, they added Kendall Fuller, David Amerson, Robert Golden, but the, they'll get Eric Berry back, which is good too, but. Oh, it's hard to... The Chiefs are hard for me to know. I'm like, a part of me is thinking 10 and 6, but I'm going to say they go 9 and 7. I'm going to say they take a small step back. 
I think they're going to just miss the playoffs here. I think they're going to go 9-7. and seven. It's just too much new. Not You know, they, they were such a same old, same old team. And now there's so many new pieces. I'm going to say 9-7 and seven for the Chiefs. But future-wise, I think they'll be fine. Then we'll go to the, oh, the not San Diego Chargers. We're going to go to the L.A. Chargers now. Now, clearly the Chargers have had a quiet offseason because they feel good about what they've built. After two down years, the team crawled out of the AFC West cellar. They finished last little contribution from the 2017 rookies. But now Mike Williams and Forrest Lamb enter year two with rookie safety Derwin Williams, probably the best value pick of the first round, in my opinion bolstering a defensive backfield that is all i mean they got casey hayward they got verrett i mean losing hunter henry to an acl hurts but the chargers always have antonio gates to count on i always say he's too old and then he always catches for a thousand yards and makes me learn i don't know why i feel this way about the chargers but i think they're gonna have a very sneaky good season this year i think they're gonna make it happen like philip rivers knows he's on his way out i think they i think they win this division for real. I think they go 10 and 6. And they win this division. Oh man. I mean that that's kind of bold, but Yeah. I'm going to say the Chargers win this division. I'm going to tell you now why because I'm going to go over the Raiders and then the Broncos. The Raiders, who I originally in my mind thought were going to be a lock to win this division when they got John Gruden. Uh, and obviously, everybody was talking about the Raiders this offseason. But I don't feel great about them in 2018, man. Not now. I think it's kind of foolish to think that Gruden can just hop on the coaching bike after a 10-year break. Fans should still be reeling like from his all the stuff he said in the combine. You know, his Spider-2-Web banana stuff. And I like Gruden a lot, but <sighs> there's so many questions with that team, man. They've got a whole new secondary, so we have no idea what they're going to do. Does Jordy Nelson still have it? I mean, Amari Cooper was so bad last year, and now you added Jordy Nelson. So you took a guy that you had a question mark on last year, and now you just got another guy with a question mark. What what are the linebackers going to look like now? You lost Khalil Mack. I mean, that fucking sucks. I mean, David Carr, is he going to come back strong after his injury? I eh, There's just too many answers. Not enough answers, too many questions. Um, Chucky ain't doing shit this year. I'm thinking six and ten for the Raiders. I'm thinking they're a lot like the Baltimore Ravens. Six and ten for the Raiders. Last and certainly least is the Denver Broncos. Um, God, the Broncos never figured out their quarterback situation last year. And man, even though they had the third rank scoring defense, it couldn't help them muster anything. They got five wins. They finished dead last last year. It's gonna be a lot of the same for them. They really, they really suck. Like, I'm keeping it short and sweet with this team. Like, Case Keenum is coming in the offseason. He had a great year, but, like, I don't think it's 30-year-old quarterback. He's, he's, I don't know, 4-12 and 12 for the Broncos. They're, they're so garbage. And from one garbage team to another. We're going to the AFC South, but now I've got the Colts here, and there's no reason to dress this one up at all. I don't think Luck is going to stay healthy. And if he doesn't, we've seen what the Colts become. Like Brissett, he'll make some plays, but he's not enough. They're also going to go 4-12. and 12. They're not going to do shit. So, sorry, Colts fans. That's just, that's just the truth. 
Now, here's something, okay? The Tennessee Titans, all right? Every year there is a team that you expect will be as good, if not better than the previous year, but ultimately disappoint you. That's usually the Bengals, but this year, that's how I feel about the Titans, man. Derrick Henry has control of the running game. The offensive line is solid. They had a great offseason. They got Malcolm Butler in free agency. They got Rashawn Evans in the draft. But I like Jacksonville. I like Houston. I mean, Marcus Mariota throwing 13 touchdowns to 15 interceptions in his third season, that's concerning. I think it's a big step back. I feel like 7 and 9 is going to happen for the Titans. Maybe 8 and 8. I'm going to go 7 and 9 just cuz I don't believe in them. I mean, they got Deion Lewis too. They they look like they're ready to get it going. I just don't believe in Mariota at all. I don't I just don't think they're that good. So plus like I said, having to play Houston and Jacksonville is rough cuz they are freaking good. So, yeah, I, I say 7-9 and nine or 8-8. and eight. doesn't really matter. They're missing the playoffs is what I'm saying. So the Titans ain't doing shit. Now, on to two teams that I really do want to talk about, okay? The Houston Texans, man. The Texans have won nine games in three of Bill O'Brien's four seasons as the coach with Ryan Fitzpatrick, Brock Osweiler, and Brian Hoyer as the leading passes in those respective seasons. Deshaun Watson is better than all three of them combined, dude, okay? DeAndre Hopkins has come into his own after another fucking stellar season. He is absolute. He's amazing. And the worst scoring defense in the NFL gets the best pass rusher on the planet back with J.J. Watt. They added Tyron Matthew on a one-year bet-on-yourself deal, which is huge. So the secondary is going to be sick. Sky's the limit for this team, man. Uh, I think they're going to break out. I think the opposite of what I think of the Titans with them. Um, I'm saying 10-6 and six for the Houston Texans. I think they're going to be great. I, I really like the Texans this year. I think they're going to turn the corner and be really good. And then last but certainly not least, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Okay. The Jaguars' defense ain't going to be effed with, okay? Jacksonville's back seven might be my favorite in the NFL. You got Telvin Smith holding down the linebacker group. You've got Jalen Ramsey playing his way to being a top cornerback in the league. On offense, Jacksonville signed Andrew Norwell to start a free agency. They needed someone in the offensive line. They got him. It's an old-school football philosophy for Tom Coughlin, who knows how to win understand like listen they know Blake Bortles doesn't have to win the game as long as he doesn't lose the game so he's fine for them he sucks but he's fine for them I think this is their division but I cannot wait to see them in Houston battle it out for the crown that's going to be an awesome showdown every year now for the next five five years I would say at least they're going to go 11 and 5 in my eyes the week two game against the Patriots is so pivotal for them it's not even funny if they can beat the Patriots in that game, that kind of establishes them that they kind of look at the rest of the league and go, yeah, hold our dick. But who the hell knows what's going to happen there? So as a quick recap of the AFC 
playoff standings as predicted by your boy now after we just went over all the AFC teams. The one seed is going to be the Patriots at 12-4. and four. Okay? The number two seed is going to be the Steelers at 11-5. and five. Boo, I know I hate them. The three seed is going to be the Jaguars at 11-5. and five. Now, they have the same record as the Steelers, but I'm believing that the Steelers are going to do better in the conference. But they could swap. I mean, that could swap. That's a 50-50. There's no way to know. Uh, number four, the L.A. Chargers at 10-6. and six. I, I think the Chargers are going to... They're going to win their division, so they're going to be there. Um, number five is the the wild card team. The two wild card teams are going to be the Texans at ten and six at five, and then the Bengals at ten and six. They're going to squeak in at the end, squeak in and shock the world. I don't know if they're going to get a playoff win out of it. They probably won't if they have to play the Jags first. But who the hell knows? I'm hoping that the Chargers make it in there and they find a way to, to play the Chargers. But that's that's what I think of the AFC. I don't I don't think I did bad. I think that could absolutely happen. Patriots, Steelers, Jags, Chargers, Texans, Bengals. All day. Now, so as I said, two more days still football. Very exciting. I went over the AFC. Hit me up with a comment. Let me know what you think of my list. Let me know if you think some other team's going to break out. Let me know if I'm a piece of garbage. Hit me up with your feedback. I always appreciate it. I always like it. Um, I'm going to be going over the NFC uh, on Thursday, right before football is going to start to get you geared up, to get you amped up, to get you ready. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for football. I hope you are, too. Um, at some point I'm going to be doing a fantasy section, but let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Okay. We're excited about football. We're going to get it going. Thank you so much for listening to big mouth, small words, sports talk. That was the AFC NFC's coming Thursday. Welcome back football. Talk to y'all.